0: So, this is going to be a really awkward episode to record in front of Eddie. He's in our live audience right now,
1: along with Sean.
0: Well, you have nothing to worry about because I can't speak about my attraction to this narrator.
1: <laughs> I mean, Eddie should be used to it by now.
0: That is true. <laughs> Let's so, be real. Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> I just think his voice is <laughs> really gra- hot.
1: He grabs his wine. <laughs>
0: I think Jake Erie's voice is very attractive. Welcome to Audio Shelf,
1: a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany.
0: And we are the voices in your head.
1: Today's book is Great Shadow, The Dragon Apocalypse, Book 1. The author is James Maxey, and the narrator is Jake Ury. Publisher is James Maxey. The audiobook release date was May 29th, 2017. The duration is 13 hours and 20 minutes. And the genre is epic, sword, and sorcery fantasy. Fantasy, fantasy.
0: So this summary was taken from Amazon, after stealing a priceless relic from the Church of the Book, Infidel is the world's most infamous mercenary. Now she's got her eyes on a new prize, the fabled treasure trove of the dragon, Great Shadow. Joining forces with a band of dangerous rogues, can she survive her own allies long enough to face the dragon? Great Shadow Book 1 of the Dragon Apocalypse can be listened to as a standalone novel or as the first book in a four-novel series following the group of eclectic rogues, scoundrels, and pirates who find that they are mankind's last hope of surviving the combined might of the primal dragons. All four novels are available in the Omnibus edition, Dragon Apocalypse, the complete collection, featuring a stunning cover by Hugo Award-winning artist Julie Dillon. Well. <laughs> that was a lot for a summary.
1: That was a lot. Those were some big two paragraphs. <laughs> we brought our dog. Because there was a bad storm today, and he's possibly the Come worst here. audience member. <laughs> anyway, those were some long two paragraphs.
0: Yes, they were.
1: Full of omnibuses and...
0: Treasure troves.
1: Scoundrels. Mm. Lots of stuff.
0: So let's talk about the book real quick.
1: Yes, okay. So I can't say that it held my interest. hmm There was a lot of planning.
0: A lot of planning
1: lot of planning there
0: was i think 12 hours and 10 minutes of planning
1: yes and i'm just gonna say it now dragons if they're over two hours i don't think i can do them
0: yeah dragon and fantasy like i like fantasy but i like popular fantasy i think that's what separates me from just picking out a fantasy book so for game of thrones or lord of the rings or those types of fantasy level books i like and i enjoy because i kind of know about them a a little bit
1: what is that called when you're not a hipster because you only listen to things that are like one trend
0: what is that
1: i don't know Hmm.
0: but that's what i am yeah so i am not an avid fantasy book reader Mm
1: -hmm. and And, there's nothing wrong with that
0: and there's nothing wrong with it you know i would rather pick up a thriller than a fantasy
1: Mm -hmm. right yeah i mean psych thrillers are our bread and butter
0: oh yes and don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. I love dragons. Like, I am obsessed. I want one for a pet. Who doesn't? But when the whole 13-hour book is about fighting the dragon.
1: And the dragon only comes in, in the last 20 minutes.
0: Even though the dragon has a really hot, deep Mufasa voice.
1: Oh my gosh, that dragon voice.
0: We'll talk about that. Jake. 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 <laughs> But no, for real, that voice. We'll talk about it. We'll we will talk about it. But yeah, so fantasy is not my t- cup of tea, no. as is yours. And
1: I figured out with this book that this like heavy medieval kind of we're a gang of people going mm-hmm. on a mission. Yeah, into dragons' lair is also not my cup yeah. of tea.
0: But I did like the ending a little bit when the mm-hmm. ghosts started having sex.
1: Yeah, what was that? Oh,
0: that was that was interesting.
1: Like she, I I don't. And then she, mm. Ooh, it was good. It was it was real good.
0: It was real good. She
1: had a metal breastplate. That they talked about her boobs a lot.
0: They did talk about the boobs.
1: And uh, I literally, when I tuned in, that was what they were talking about every <laughs> single time. I feel like I was like, okay, I'm gonna like listen right now to mm-hmm. what's going on in the story. My boobs hurt from this metal breastplate. <laughs> I was like, why? Why do I keep coming in when she's talking about her boobs? <laughs>
0: And don't get me wrong, also, the author did a really good job writing. Yes. It was a very well-written novel. Yes. And I didn't – it wasn't one of those novels where you had to understand the setting or the world before you even read the book. Mm -hmm. It was explained to you. Everything was clear. It was as if you were going on that journey with the characters – And I like that about the book. And I like that about the fantasy genre as a whole. Sometimes it's hard to keep up with looking at a map in the front of of a hard copy book and then having to learn about that map through the writing that's not really descriptive of, Mm -hmm. oh, this is this holy grail of a place that we won't talk about for another hundred pages, but we expect you to know about it because we provided a map on the first page. So I like that about this author. It didn't... I didn't get a sense of, oh, I don't know about this. I'm going to have a hard time getting into the novel. It was very well written and explained. And the world building was pretty effective.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I felt the same way. I felt that we were going along with the world as it was being built. And I felt like we were really involved in the lore of the story, Mm -hmm. those backstories and stuff. We were there for their development. And so it, it was an interesting way of being brought into a new world that we didn't know anything about but i felt like we had all of the opportunities to Mm -hmm. learn about it exactly and i did like a lot of the planning and like we said james is a really great writer and i think for any other person that is a huge fan of fantasy i think that they would really like this book but just for us it wasn't anything that we connected with Mm -hmm. and so nothing against james or or jake or anything because both of them did a great job
0: yeah it's just not our favorite genre Mm -hmm. and another thing about the book covers because when you get the audible the picture that comes up i really like that book cover but when i put it in goodreads as saying i read the book this strange cover of some woman was there and i guess that's another thing that's about me is I would never pick up a book like that.
1: Really? Hold on, hold on. And it looks it's like, like a cartoon
0: reads. woman with a big sword. And obviously that's Infidel. What's her, her name? Her name's
1: Infidel. Infidel. Or Innocence, depending on which version of her you get. Oh, either yeah. princess or. Mm-hmm. Which, who is naming this girl? Yes. Like, her parents need to be looked at.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Infidel.
1: <laughs> My name's Princess Innocence. <laughs> Shut up. Like, I cannot with your names. Oh yeah, yeah I so, see what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: that's just not something I would read. And no offense, like, and I'm not trying to offend anyone in our listening world, but this is a nerd novel.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs>
0: it's just one of those. It looks like a graphic novel from that cover on Goodreads.
1: You can't like make it bigger, which makes me sad.
0: But I like that novel that just, or that picture that just came up, and that's the cover for the audio book.
1: Are you talking about the one that just came up? This it just a you,
0: were, you were looking up and then oh, it came up. dang. There it is. Yes. I like that one.
1: That one was really cool. It looked kind of like a, a ninja, what are those things called? Where they throw them? Throwing stars? Throwing
0: stars? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? Throwing stars, yes. I'm 100%, I'm 90% sure that's, they're called throwing stars.
1: Sean? Shurikens
0: also. Shurikens. Shurikens. I'm 100% sure they're shurikens.
1: Sure, definitely shurikens. <laughs> <That's> <somewhere. laughs> thank you to our audience member sean it looked really cool Mm -hmm. regardless and it was red you'll be able to see it in the cover that we have for this episode should we throw in both of them we'll throw in whatever one comes up in google
0: yes exactly
1: but anyway going back to how this wasn't our favorite genre but we still still were able to appreciate the book should we jump into talking about Jake a yes. little bit more? Let's You're... talk about Jake. Let's talk about Jake. Let's <laughs> Brad talk about Jake.
0: I'm just impressed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that what the kids are calling it nowadays?
0: Uh, Jake Uri is a wonderful narrator, and he has the voice of an angel.
1: Okay, I wasn't sure which what, what you were going to say there.
0: Uh, he's, he He has such a deep, commanding voice. He does. And it wasn't irritating to listen to him.
1: No, it was At like all. it was like butter.
0: It was like butter.
1: Straight butter.
0: Straight that you melted butter.
1: in the microwave mm. and you eat with lobster. Yummy. Mm.
0: Swirl it around.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: I agree though. He had a really, really great voice. Mm-hmm. I I'm not gonna go as deep as you because you're a restraining order level, but <laughs>
0: And we're interviewing this guy.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, oh God. Jake, I'm sorry in advance. Uh,
0: I won't be like this during the interview.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you will. Um, But I agree. I thought his voice was super clear. He had a really, really clean tone. His pitch was perfect. He didn't do many changes between male and female. Mm -hmm. But when there were differences in the characters, he really played them up a lot. Like, no face. Yes. When he would have to mumble things. Oh, yes. He committed.
0: I have notes about that.
1: Jake, Brad (laughs) took notes for you. I
0: took notes for this.
1: He never takes notes. Mm. So you know it's good.
0: Oh, my God. My first. uh, Can you read my first note? I don't want to read it. I'm embarrassed.
1: It says Dragon Book. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is from the notes of Brad. He main character said he was 50. I think you meant the main character.
0: Oh, the main character. <laughs> I was driving. <laughs> Why were you typing? It was, in my, it was speech. It was speech.
1: Okay. I was speaking to the phone and time. You typed. have a speech impediment apparently. <laughs> the main character said he was 50. Jake's voice doesn't sound 50. Sounds fucking hot with two Ts. This must be a hot 50 year old. <laughs> and, and I was talking about speech, stagger. You're sound. Adds two T's to the word hot. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh. goodness! Oh. Uh, yeah,
0: but my favorite voice that Jake did was the Black Swan. Mm, mm-hmm. It was. It sounded so evil and so sly, mm-hmm. and it just reminded me of an evil queen from a Disney movie.
1: Yes, if, like Ursula.
0: Yeah, like Ursula.
1: Because he even had the like. Depth of the voice. Yes. Yeah. I I really liked Great Shadow. I think he was my favorite voice.
0: Okay. When I got to, when I was doing these notes, it was in the early on, but when Great Shadow came out, I was like, whoa, Mufasa. Mm
1: hmm. And he was
0: like, I am Great Shadow. I am your father. Dark Vader. Mufasa. Did, did you person.
1: say Dark Vader? Darth
0: Vader. I'm not a, a, Dark, did I say Dark
1: Vader? You said Dark Vader. <laughs>
0: But that's the kind of voice Great Shadow had.
1: He definitely did. Yes. And I don't know what
0: they did with the production or if they made him echo or like they changed they put bass on him or whatever they do.
1: Because there were some parts that did have an echo yeah. in the the character readings. Mm-hmm. So production definitely had a hand in like some of the the vocal quality.
0: Exactly. So I
1: am wondering how much they had to pump him down, if they pumped him down at all, or if Jake was able to take his voice that low mm-hmm. for the actual character.
0: Yeah. So there's another character, Bigsby, who had a fluttering and incoherent speech.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I found that to be adorable.
1: Mm-hmm. yes
0: and he did and Jake did a really good job at making him sound like a nervous wreck so I really like that part too like okay. that that character he did use different voices yeah for some characters it's just when it came to infidel and other characters and Aurora and Aurora there wasn't much change
1: yeah I think it was only for the female voices where yeah. he didn't really add anything too different to mm-hmm. them in order to make their voices stand out
0: yeah and so I, I also noticed and i know there's a lot of characters in the book mm-hmm. father ver he sure. in chapter 12 he was kind of introduced and he sound it sounded like liam ne- neeson did it yeah like i will find you and i will kill you that kind of voice
1: Ooh. yeah
0: so i really i wrote that down i was like oh my gosh father bear sounded like liam neeson i
1: didn't even do the connection to liam neeson
0: yeah it was really nice.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And of course there was moments in the book where he had whispers, so he would whisper something. And then this goes along with the sound effects and the production, but they were on the cliff with Infidel and Stagger, and the wind there was wind blowing
1: mm-hmm. and waves yes.
0: crashing on the cliff.
1: Yeah, and you could hear it.
0: Yeah, so I really enjoyed that about the audiobook too.
1: Yeah, and I I thought it was I thought it was crazy how James published this book too. Mm-hmm. Like he self published. So it makes me feel that maybe, I don't know who produced it. Maybe it was James and he mm-hmm. added these expert quality things to yeah. it, just kind of took it to the next level. And it was really impressive.
0: And this book actually came out a long time ago.
1: But so the, the, the is Yeah, the new.
0: audiobook is brand new. But this book, I'm going to get the date in a second. Okay. This book came out in 2012. Wow. January 31st, 2012. Jeez. So it took that long for them to come up with an audiobook produced by the author.
1: Yeah, that's insane. But, I mean, maybe they were waiting for the right narrator.
0: And Jake Uri was it. It's
1: definitely the right narrator. I I thought that when he first started, Mm -hmm. he sounded like Tim Curry.
0: Oh. Yeah. Which is weird, because maybe the Uri, but I googled Jake Uri, and Tim Curry came up.
1: Are they the same person? Are we actually interviewing Tim Curry? No. No. We're actually interviewing Jake.
0: Jake Uri. But, but like... Is he related by Uri?
1: I don't know. <sighs> but skill. my gosh. Like, Tim Curry is amazing. Narrator, actor, mm-hmm. everything. And Jake Uri, from what we've seen...
0: Is amazing. Is amazing. Yes.
1: And so, I mean... Mm-hmm. He's only separated by one letter from being a Curry, so... Yeah...
0: So what did you think about the overall tone of the novel and how Jake kind of spoke throughout the entire thing?
1: I thought it was good. Again, I can't say that it held my attention very well, mm-hmm. which was the unfortunate thing. But I think that if I maybe had a different setting to listen to it, because mm-hmm. I listened to it at home when I was not editing a wedding, I kind of just had to listen to all 13 hours just doing my day-to-day chores and going through life yeah and it wasn't very gripping no so while i really loved jake as a narrator i can't say that the material that he was reading really like kept me interested Mm -hmm. but i liked his tone throughout the entire novel i thought that he did a great job and his accent was perfect perfect yeah i'm interested to hear what you think of his accent because Mm -hmm. you are usually not a big accent man yes
0: and that's the thing is and i earlier i made the comment about it wasn't irritating to listen to and i'm not saying british people are irritating
1: Yeah, because that would be offensive. That would be
0: offensive and it's not true because I'm in love with lots of British people. But sometimes narrators, what?
1: (laughs) I'm watching Eddie's face as you go through this and he's just like constantly changing what he's looking at. Like he's squinting, he's side-eyeing, he's giving you the Ramona like, you kidding me?
0: you kidding me right Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are me Are you kidding me? How many British people are you in love with? I just love British people. All of them. Sometimes I'm very weary of them in audiobooks because when I listen to audiobooks, it's usually driving or when I'm doing something and you have to focus on the accent and you have to focus on what the narrator is saying. But he had a very clear and just perfect voice for this. And I felt as if his tone was great for this type of novel. Yeah. Some of it was sinister. It was adventure when it had to be. It was romantic when it had to be. There was a lot of good features about him and how he carried the tone throughout the novel.
1: This being the first novel that we were exposed to for Jake. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he's a great fantasy reader.
0: Yes, and I'm really excited for his other novels, ex- yeah. especially The Cryptic Ooh. Lions. That's, it's a thriller, horror kind of story, Ooh, and I'm yeah. really
1: excited for it. Yeah, because just hearing this, I mean, he's a great fantasy reader, mm-hmm. so I can't even imagine how wonderful he'll be in a book that doesn't have so many fantastical characters, doesn't have magical godly knights and yeah. dragons and... All mm-hmm. of those over the top things.
0: You know what's crazy? We have a book of his in our Audible list
1: mm-hmm.
0: of our library. We had no idea, really. And you bought it, really? When we first set up our Audible account, when we first started doing this, you bought one of his books. It was, I think it was a daily deal, and it's the cold. It's the book about cold something. I gotta look in our thing. It has a little boy on the f- on the cover.
1: No, I can't buy my Audible. We bought so
0: many. Oh, here it is. So it was white is the coldest color.
1: Oh yes. I've been wanting to read that.
0: And it's narrated by Jake.
1: Wow. And so
0: I was like, why does that name sound so familiar when he started following us on Twitter and we followed back and everything else? And I was like, oh, my God, it's because we have a book. So now we have that one. Yes. He gave us several codes. So I bought several of his books. We have Great Shadow. We have The White is the Coldest Color. We just got The Cryptic Lines by Richard Story. So we have several books of his now. Several. We have become fans of jay gurry
1: we are the head of his fan club yes we will fight anyone who says that they are the head of his fan club
0: Mm -hmm. watch us
1: what did you think of the emotions that were in the book because we've talked a lot about the different voices and his Mm -hmm. tone but his emotions were really what i think drove the book to a top tier level
0: oh yeah and the one that really spoke to me was infidel's grief of stagger Mm -hmm. she was like that was my best friend that was my partner and now he's dead and so that is what drove her to want to kind of go after great shadow and join the scoundrels and the the team of dragon hunters and so i really felt that from the character and i felt that from jake Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I, i think that was my favorite emotion that i saw yeah, throughout the novel, and then of of course we talked about Bigsby with being, feeling nervous and stuttering, and so you can you can tell that he was feeling nervous inside mm-hmm. as as the reader of this character. Yeah, and I and I believe that.
1: See, when the book started off, I completely missed that infidel didn't kill staggered herself oh i totally thought that she murdered him yeah i was not aware that infidel um was mourning him i thought she murdered him
0: hmm interesting
1: i had to re-listen to the
0: yeah beginning i was fortunate because i read in a review on goodreads and mm. i saw in the first paragraph of that review stagger accidentally falls on his knife and infidel oh, was that what happened? yeah yeah so he I fell. still missed
1: that in my second <laughs> listen.
0: He fell on his knife and then What he, a
1: clumsy yeah. idiot.
0: And then he died, and then Infidel was like, What do I do? Oh my god, I gotta go after this dragon.
1: That idiot mm-hmm. fell on his knife. Yes. I have New Anger.
0: And I'm hoping that's true. I'm mean, it was in a review on Goodreads. <laughs> So, uh, that's where I got it from, and that's where I was going with. That's why I shouldn't re- read reviews before reading or listening to the book.
1: I, or you should, because then you can inform me of what happened to Stagger. That's
0: true. But I do love that aspect. I know that he
1: got stabbed.
0: Yeah, he got stabbed. By, and I love that take on it. You don't see many novels narrated by the main character that's dead.
1: Yes. I mean it was confusing at times it was confusing because i was like why is this stalker ghost following this girl around that he basically took under his wing and mm-hmm. like mentored her so it was like a little strange a little awkward at times didn't really get it but then when they get to great shadow it starts making more sense yes as to why he's tied to her mm-hmm. why he goes everywhere i mean i guess it it did make sense earlier in the book as well but i, I don't know i times it was still creepy to me.
0: Mm-hmm. It was different. hmm So do you feel like this was too long or too short? Too long. I feel like it could have been summed up in several less chapters and less yep. time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had uh, ooh, a lot of time of just planning the execution of Great Shadow, mm-hmm. who legitimately was only in the book for...
0: I, I think the last... 20 minutes of the novel?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the 13 hours and 20 minutes, the, the 20 minutes was set aside for Grey Shadow.
0: I listened to this when I was driving. I listened to it in the shower a couple times because I knew got a new Bluetooth oh, shower okay. speaker.
1: Glad that you specified. I was uh-huh. like, how did you not, like, shock yourself with the headphones?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm.
0: So I would... You took this book everywhere. I did. I took it everywhere. And I don't think I would listen to it again, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. It it just didn't hold my interest, Mm -hmm. which is the unfortunate thing because I wanted to really, really like the book full circle. I wanted to like the narrator. I wanted to like the writing. I wanted to enjoy listening to the story. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't enjoy that last part. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. So to
0: answer the question, I would shelf Jake, and I would shove Great Shadow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I would shelf Jake and James. Okay, because I do like James's writing. Yes, mm-hmm. but I just think that there there are certain things that could have been changed mm-hmm. from the Great Shadow book, such as making it shorter. Yeah, but yeah, I would shelf those two, and definitely shelf. Jake, yes. Like i can't listen I, I can't wait to listen to the other books mm-hmm.
0: Me either so and that concludes our episode of great shadow
1: so please follow us on twitter at audio shelf me and like us on facebook at audio shelf and don't forget to subscribe to us on itunes podcast google play music and stitcher
0: and if you're feeling extra dragon fiery Hmm. please go on our website And click on the Audible affiliate link and get a 30-day free trial. And you'll get two free audiobooks just for signing up. Yeah. So that's a pretty good deal.
1: Yeah, you can get two of Jake's books. Check them out. Check them out. And do not forget also, don't forget all that other stuff, but really don't forget that we will be interviewing Jake very soon and his interview will be released on September 4th.
0: Ooh! So that's
1: coming up. It's less than a month away. That's
0: after Labor Day.
1: It is. Mm. It's actually on Labor Ew, Day. Ew,
0: that's Labor Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so while you're swimming in the pool, make sure you don't take your headphones with you. So while you're sitting out eating your burgers, mm-hmm. you can listen to our interview with Jake Urie.
0: And I hope I didn't scare him away.
1: You probably did. So, I mean, we may or may not have an interview released on September 4th, but we're banking on it being released. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Until then. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday.
1: If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me.
0: We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Infidel is the world's most famous. Now she's got her eyes on the, on a new prize.
1: Shit. You sure you wanted to read this?
0: I hate these long ones. Okay. All four novels are available in the... Uh, what is that word?
1: James is a really great writer, and I think that...
0: Shit. That's my fault. You said James. You're right. I know I'm right. Sorry, I, was, I have Jake on the brain.
1: You need to get Jake off the brain for right now, because we're talking about James. <laughs> Pony, if this was the next book, you're gonna be in hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: I need a drink for this. Brad said, then there was barbecue on my titties, and I was like, "What?" The <laughs> f- <laughs> 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 this is on camera. This is on microphone.
1: He's staring me.
0: See, so he did different differentiate. I hate that word. Is that you, buddy?
1: you put it in an airplane mode?
0: I thought you put it in do not disturb. <laughs> People are like, they're so mean to their audience. <laughs> well, deal <it> with them. <laughs> we should make them laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> laugh for us. Laugh. <laughs> All right, Sean, it feels a little fake.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm recording right now. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, All it's right. a... Well, then- me later. No, Let's say hi it's okay i'll call you um you want to say hi on the camera or the microphone <laughs> say thank hi. you say thank you for listening to audio shelf thank you for listening to audio shelf hashtag awesome i don't know i thought you were on do not disturb i thought i was too i thought you were on silent all right eddie Who? come on now we're trying to wrap up <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do not disturb. It's disturbing me anyway.
0: Bye. Wait, that was quick.
1: You're really quicking this up. (laughs) You're like bisquicking this out.